Welcome to the Evolution Podcast, the best place to learn how you can evolve into the person you need to be to accomplish every one of your goals. I'm your host, Oliver Brito, aka The Positivity Chef, and it's time to start cooking. Let's go. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Evolution Podcast. Today's episode is inspired by, you know, the recent economic events that we've been seeing. Like We're looking at the after effects of the coronavirus, which literally destroyed the economy. Maybe the stock market isn't as destroyed as we think it should be, but if you look at small businesses, which really makes up a large portion of the American economy, they're still crippled. And what people need to understand is that the world is changing. We have moved on from the Industrial Revolution. Remember being in history class and you learned about the Industrial Revolution, people like Henry Ford, you know, they made like the automobile and they made it so much more efficient and all that, the factories, all this stuff that transformed the way we live. That was an amazing time. However, we are now going through another type of revolution and that's called the digital revolution. I hadn't heard of anybody coin the term digital revolution. So what I think, and this is my thesis, this is what I believe is going on right now in, in today's climate, economic climate. I think that we're taking a shift towards everything is being digitized. We saw when the coronavirus came, we were, most of us were able to continue the same exact day-to-day job, but working remotely. That's huge. That's something that has never been done before. If you worked in the financial industry and you were going into the office in Manhattan five days a week, We realize that if you were working for a software provider, which most of the financial industry is all software now, it's all in the cloud, you were able to do your job from home. All you needed was the hardware equipment. You needed things like the computer screen, the keyboard, if you didn't have the home office already set up. But if you had it all set up, there was seamless integration into getting access to the, the corporation's databases and things like that, which really shows a lot. It changes the entire landscape of how we work, right? And I think it really is changing the minds of the workers. So hear me out. This is what I mean by that. So if you were somebody who was commuting from, you know, let's say in New York City, and you were commuting from, let's say, either Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, the Bronx, wherever, you were commuting into Manhattan, okay, even Long Island. And you had a decent commute. Let's say we're, let's let's talk about Long Island, Staten Island, and Brooklyn. And you had your commute was about you know anywhere from an hour to two hours to get into the city and out of the city. So that's about anywhere from two to four hours a day that you are commuting into the office. And now, after the coronavirus or during the pandemic, it's starting to disappear. Now, you are able to save two to four hours a day times five, which is about ten to twenty hours a week that you used to spend commuting, you were able to now regain that time. That's a luxury for somebody that has been working for many, many years. Even if you just started working and you've been there for a year or two, you you got used to that system. It's a game changer. You got that time back. That's time that you weren't able to spend at home doing what you wanted to do. You were either stuck on a crowded train, you were stuck on a bus, you were stuck in traffic, whatever it may be. So now don't you think from the workers' perspective. Before I get into that, workers are talented and these companies are fighting for talent. So the people that they're seeking to employ have high amounts of value that they're providing to that company. So that's why I just wanted to make that note before I get into this next part. 
So now from the worker's perspective, if you were able to now understand that you can do your entire job from home, now you went from the luxury of regaining that time back, like 10 to 20 hours a week, and now you have to go back and start commuting into the office. How are you gonna feel? Especially if you're a valuable employee, someone that provides value to the company, and you're there for 10, 20 years, you really understand the company, and you, you really know the value you provide. Are you gonna be someone that is so willing to go back? You know, it has its pros going back, and I, I could speak on the pros I, I, of going back into the office. I'm not speaking that it's completely negative. I don't believe that going back in. I'm just thinking about the mindset because you've given this luxury of an extra 10 to 20 hours a week to certain individuals, and now you're taking it back from them, and they're going to think about the year and two months that they had working from home and how much better it was when they had that time. Maybe they were reading more. Maybe they were cooking or they took on a new habit and they started going to the gym more or they were spending more time with their kids. 10 to 20 hours a week that they didn't have previously and you gifted them, not really gifted, but you basically gave it back to them because now they're working from home. Time is the most valuable thing in this world, and you were able to give somebody that much time back, is it gonna be easy enough to take it away? Maybe in the beginning when they just say, yeah, it's, you know, I won't change, I wanna go back into the office and, you know, start going back to life as usual. But how long is that gonna last? Is that gonna last long? Cause there's gonna be those times that they're stuck in traffic. And you know what the first thing they're gonna think of? Oh, remember that time that I was working from home? That's the first thing they're gonna think of. What about the people that were purchasing Airbnb places in Florida and were now able to live in the place that they truly love and the places that they, they really want to live in, whether it's the climate that fits them or the environment that they just really love and they just all they want to do is be there. And before they knew that they could work from home, they thought that that was going to be the end goal after they retire at 65, 68, 70 years old. But they were able to do it while working, while earning that income. What about those people? Now they're forced back to live in a place that they don't want to live just because the job is close. Well, this is what's going to change the way that we work from now on, moving forward. Think about this. If, if now we know that we can work from home and conduct the same amount of work, same productivity levels, same everything, but you have that time back from the commute. You no longer have to do the commute. And you could also live exactly where you want. You want to live in Florida? Go live in Florida. You want to live in Texas? Go live in Texas. You want to live in Maine? Go live in Maine. That's a luxury now. Think about it. So now that's a luxury. It's always been a luxury, but then now it's kind of getting taken away because people want to force you to go back in the office. So now what's that going to happen? Remember I said that employers, the companies, they're looking for talent. They're looking for people that they could employ that's going to bring value to their organization, whether it's through experience or it's somebody that's young, fresh, and dedicated and determined and driven to being successful. Where do you think the talent's going to start flocking to? It may be a matter of time, but where do you think the talent's going to go? They're going to go to the place that has additional flexibility. It's a given. Why wouldn't they? If they can make the same amount of money working from the exact place they want to work from and they get an extra 10 to 20 hours a week because their commute is going up and down a flight of steps or maybe like just like 10 steps in to the left rather than getting fully dressed, getting on a train, getting on a bus, whatever it may be in an area they don't even like living in like New York. The weather in New York isn't beautiful. Some people like winter, some people like summer. But personally me, I don't like winter. I don't like the cold. And when I have to get up and it's raining, snowing, and slushing, and you have to travel to the office, 
That's very annoying. But you had to deal with it pre-digital revolution. But the coronavirus, or pre-pandemic, but now post-pandemic in this digital revolution that's you know sped up so much quicker because of the pandemic, we now know that it's not, it doesn't have to be like that. We don't have to live like that because it's now it's proven, it's ingrained in our belief system. It was always that way, it was always this way, but now it's like a lot more widely known that it doesn't have to be that way. So this makes me ask the most important question of the day. What are the companies going to start doing in order to make sure that they retain the talent in their business? What are they going to do? That's a question that we have yet to find out. In my opinion, they have to really, really think ahead and think into the future. And this is a scenario I always think about. You know how like companies, they start after a certain amount of years after they were developed, they asked their CEO to step down so they could put a new younger person in their place because they know that the younger person is more in tune with the future and what's to come and the older person is very ingrained in the old fashion or the traditional stuff that that company has done. They know in order for the firm to continuously grow and innovate, they need to put a younger person that's more in tune with the younger generations and the generations that are to come. So now I think the answer to this problem is that companies need to really Figure out what's going to happen next. They need to have that visualization skill to see where the direction of the industries are going. Financial industries where you're working with software and you could work from anywhere and you're, you had a seamless integration from the pandemic. There was no, there was no, um, the only troubles you had was getting the, the hardware into your employees' houses so they could have things to work on. You have to really figure it out because your competition is going to start offering flexibility. And if they offer more flexibility than you, then all the good talent's going to go to your competition. And what happens to your competition? They overcome you in the marketplace because they have better talent. That's something to heavily consider. When you're really, really considering the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your business, you need to know one main thing is acquiring the best talent so you can continuously provide the best products, be closest to your customers, and maintain that leading market share. But if the people don't want to work for you because you're stuck in the past, you're going to end up like a company like BlackBerry or Nokia who didn't innovate with the times like Apple did. So with that, I leave you with that question. Leave a comment below with what you think the industry is going to look like in the next 10, 20 years. And also, let me know your opinion on flexibility. Do you think that we should go back into the office full time? Or do you think we should work remotely? Do you think it should be up to the employee or the employer? And what type of business do you think is going to thrive the most in the coming years? And when I say what type of business, I mean the business that is either offering more flexibility, the business that is not offering flexibility. Let me know. I'm definitely interested in hearing all of your opinions and this is a great topic it's a hot topic right now so you know i'm really looking forward to hearing what you all have to say stay positive and we'll talk next time i hope you enjoyed this week's episode make sure you slam that subscribe button and share this episode with somebody who needs to hear this there's definitely somebody that you know that could benefit from hearing the information we discuss on the evolution podcast and for all those loyal subscribers make sure you visit www.positivitychef.com slash free gift to claim your free gift for subscribing to this channel and being an evolver. Until next time, stay positive.